We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's up? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with a brand new episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. So, if you were wondering where I've been... um, Shit, I might as well explain to y'all. This might be a long episode. Why not? Um, Basically, I took... I didn't take the week off, obviously, because you're hearing the episode now. But I had to reschedule this episode because of, uh, you know, life shit, basically. I, you know, the the apartment complex I live in or the neighborhood I live in, uh, blame the management folks. They put out this letter claiming that they were going to do random house inspections throughout uh, Monday through Thursday of this week, right? From the hours of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So they wanted people to basically make sure their houses were in tip-top shape and someone had to be home and present um, at every random, once again, random house that they chose. And they would just come in and they'll look around. They claimed they was just going to check out at least 10% of the house, not 100% of the house. (coughs) Never mind all that, but, uh, yeah, uh, what's different about this inspection than the other supposed inspections they do, well, not supposed, um, there's two types, there's this type I just named, which is supposed to be random, right, I knew they weren't coming to my house, because during the random ones, they never choose my house, they only come to my house when it's a mandatory, we were, we are coming to your house on this day, this time be there right um and even during some of those times they've said sent out notices saying they were going to show up and they never did show up um but at least with those times when they sent out an actual letter and it wasn't random right uh saying they were going to be at my house those times uh more more times than not they showed up Whereas with the random ones, my house never was chosen as one of the random houses. But I just had to be more safe than sorry. So I was like, let me not record because I didn't want to be in the middle of recording on Monday or any other day of the week. uh, That wasn't that was, you know, Monday through Thursday, basically. And then just knock on the door. Then I have to stop recording or me be in the middle of recording because they have the keys to everyone's apartment basically then they just walk into my house while I'm in the middle of recording and they hear me say some wild shit and then they're going to use that against me or they're just going to you know try to interfere with the show so the show must go on but not with they asses here so it's going on right now anyways it's Friday November 2nd they're not here because it's past Thursday, my house wasn't show, chose, good, let's get on to the episode. I want to talk about Vic Mensa and just everything surrounding this woman abuse type shit, right? <clears throat> um, what I mean by that is uh, I'm going to go all, all over the place during this episode, I'm letting you know right now. Um, so I advise y'all to, to listen, to actually sit back and listen carefully. Um, and I will obviously do my best to make sure I won't get you all lost or out of the loop. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, Vic Mensa, basically, I think during a BET cipher, uh, threw shots at XXXXTacion, those who know about XXX. Uh, he was murdered this year, uh, and 
while he was alive, he was battling or going through and, uh, a case of assault uh, toward his, I believe his baby mom or his ex-girlfriend. That's who she is. Uh, <clears throat> you get a sip of water real quick. Anyways, yeah, uh, people were, were amongst fans and just amongst people in general. It was a big debate whether XXX did the abuse of the girlfriend or not, the ex or not, because there were times where she recanted her statements and stuff. But we see shit like that happening all the time. And there are new tapes that are, that have come forward of Triple X admitting to not only abusing this girl, but doing a bunch of other criminal shit. I'll get into those. I'll talk about those tapes. Just not at this moment. At this moment, I want to talk about Vic Mensa and my thoughts on his actions and just everything surrounding Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa is an attention whore, which is sad because I do think he makes good music. Um, I liked his last project. Despite what the numbers said um, and the sales and everything else, I do think Vic Mensa uh, makes great quality music. It's just he's one of these, uh, he's another artist that relies more so on antics to get his name out there, to get people talking about him rather than his music. And again, part of that is because people pay more attention to the antics than they do his music. But at the same time, it's not like he has, he doesn't have a choice whether to partake in the, uh, the antics or not. Now, he says, oh, he's not doing it for attention. He doesn't do this shit for a buzz and all this yada, yada, yada. But my thing is, his actions have shown the complete opposite. That whole putting a Confederate flag on, and I know he basically took that from Kanye. When Kanye put the Confederate flag on his coat, and now Vic Mensa had wore a... uh, a denim jacket with the confederate flag on it too and this whole we're changing the meaning of their flag and we're we're doing it and he he claimed he had the flags flipped upside down which i may be sounding stupid right now but flipping a flag upside down doesn't change the look of the flag i think you just change the direction of it so it's still the confederate flag you know <laughs> It's kind of like uh, if you tried to spell the word wow backwards and say, I'm changing the meaning of wow. I'm ch- I'm, I'm spelling it backwards. You're still going to spell W-O-W. Same with the word, with the name Bob. Like, oh, I'm I'm a different type of Bob. You know, my, my Bob is spelled with the with the lowercase b at the beginning and at the, the uppercase b at the end. But it still spells B-O-B. <laughs> so it's still Bob. <laughs> so, you know, you didn't really make a difference at all. You just sound stupid by saying things like, I'm going to wear the Confederate flag and switch it upside down and put it on his jacket. No, you're still wearing the Confederate flag. You're just a stupid ass now. Okay. Just like you claiming to switch the word wow around and switch the name Bob around. No. So, you just, you still sound stupid. That's number one. That was my first gripe with Vic. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just continue listening to the music. You know, a lot, I, I, I tried to be the understanding dude that was like, I'm not going to, and I'm still this way, but I'm just saying, I tried, I was this way with Vic when I was like, you know what? I'm not going to agree with everything that, you know, an artist that I am a fan of or just an entertainer in general that I'm a fan of. I'm not going to agree with everything that they do or say. Um, as long as I don't think it's super egregious to the point where I'm like, nah, I can't fuck with you. I will continue to fuck with that entertainer, right? So there was nothing Vic said at the moment, I know the Confederate flag thing is crazy, but 
as a person who wasn't born in the South, and neither was Vic, but as a person who wasn't born in the South, I know a lot of Southern Blacks who say that is, to them, that is a symbol of the South, like their upbringing. Now, us Northerners, I don't want to be the, the asshole that's like, well, that's racist, and that's a racist flag, even though there's a lot of, the history is shown. But what it means to them, as opposed to what I am saying it means because of the history I learned of that flag, are two different things. I can't really say because they, a Southerner, said, growing up, this flag means this. Yes, they're, they, they are aware of the history of it, but they grew up with the flag meaning this. I can't tell them. I can't tell them how their upbringing was, basically. I can only tell them what I learned when I saw symbols of that flag, right? Vic Mensa, being someone from Chicago, not from the South, but from the Midwest, he can't tell them how to feel about that flag. But he also can't tell people from the Midwest or the people from the North, like myself, how to feel about that flag either. I'm not saying that's what he tried to do when he did the whole confederate flag on a denim jacket shit, but he definitely was taking a page out of Kanye's book. And it obviously didn't work out for him. Um, But this is about Vic Mensa and him going at XXXTentacion. Now, I am not saying that he had to kiss XXX's ass because XX is dead. Right, I did a tribute episode, con- uh, uh, you know, dedicated to to to, to XX, right? Um, but I'm not gonna take back some of the nasty shit I said about Triple X when he was alive, because that those were about his actions. My thoughts about his actions and what he was doing. And in that episode, I don't want to give away too much because you can go back and listen to wherever you listen to this podcast. You can go back and listen to that episode your damn self. But in that episode, I mentioned that from the video clips that I was seeing prior to Etz's murder, it seemed as though he wanted to be a better person. And because of that, I started to look at him differently. That's not me saying that I am giving him a pass for the abuse of this girlfriend that we now know is true because he admitted to it on these tapes. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can, y'all can keep living that alleged life. No. Someone admits to doing something on tape. I'm not going to admit to doing something, especially as, as something as heinous as abuse, if it wasn't true. Right? But that doesn't, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not faulting uh, Vic Mensa for, for doing that. For feeling, the, I mean, for feeling the way that he feels about Triple X. But if he was really real about this, let's protect the victims of um domestic abuse he could have gone at fabulous who is going through a domestic abuse uh dispute right now uh with the law i believe i talked about that situation in the past as well in the past episode about his actions um so if you don't know about the whole fabulous thing, I keep yawning. That's why I keep taking these awkward pauses. But you know, I'm I'm here. I'm here. But um if you don't know about the, the fabulous situation, basically there was that clip that went around of him threatening to basically hurt, kill, murder, harm Emily B, his now wife. Emily B 
and her father. And there's could be uh, there's there they could be heard uh, in the background there kids crying and basically it wasn't a good scene and it wasn't a good look for Fabulous at all. Now, supposedly Emily B. There were pictures of her floating around on the internet where she had teeth knocked out, face bruised up, and everything. I didn't see those pictures, and I probably would have fucking died if I saw those pictures, because Emily B. is a gorgeous woman. So, for if those pictures were actually circulating around, and for me to see this gorgeous woman battered like that, not to say that if I thought she wasn't physically attractive, it would be alright for her to be beat. I'm just saying that it would have been really sad for me to actually saw this gorgeous woman in the state that she is in right now. When I saw those pictures of Rihanna after the whole Chris Brown situation, that made me feel some type of way too. Because I'm like, Rihanna is a gorgeous woman. She doesn't need to, she doesn't deserve or need, nobody deserves those types of beatings like that. Well, if you're a person out here just wilding and shit, you deserve some type of beating. But Rihanna, no, it will never be that serious, never ever. And as someone who's made this mistake, uh, allegedly Fab has made. It's still nothing a woman has can do or say deserves that type of treatment, right? Now, only reason why I'm saying allegedly with the fab thing, because there's no admission of guilt yet. I think the motherfucker is guilty. And this is a guy Vic Mensa could have, could have, could have uh, gone, gone at, right? There are a bunch of other abusers out there that Vic Mensa alive abusers that Vic Mensa could have gone at too but he only wanted to get at Triple X and again I think a lot of that had to do with he probably was jealous of the fact that oh he felt some way that Triple X even when he was still alive and had that case pending that he was still getting some type of he was still getting fame he was still making money he probably ended up being more famous and making more money when he was alive than Vic Mensa and I say that because not a lot of people know who Vic Mensa is and I'm not saying that as an assumption I'm really dead ass but for real I'm dead ass and I'm serious I hate using the term dead ass, but I had to say that. But I'm serious. Uh, Not a lot of people knew who Vic Mensa was. But a lot of people knew who XXX was. Right? Or not a lot of people know who Vic Mensa is. But a lot of people knew who XXX was. Right? So, he's looking at it like, okay, I made the same mistake as, you know. Well, I made the mistake one time. And XXX is repeatedly have been violent with this girl and repeatedly been violent with other people. Yet people are holding him up to this this type of uh, stature. And whereas me, I'm being overlooked or whatever. He, he probably feels some type of way about that. My thing is... If that's the case, Vic, just say that. Don't mask this, oh, I am just sticking up for domestic uh, violence victims, right? Domestic abuse victims, right? Um, I'm just sticking up for them. Don't try to mask it that way. Don't try to say that's the reason when, once again, I know Vic is smart enough to know that there are living, rapping, singing, and other entertainers who have abused uh, their partners. Like again, Fabulous is one of them. I have yet to hear Vic Mensa say anything about Fabulous's case or anything directed toward Fabulous. 
at all. I have yet to hear that. And I don't think we're going to hear that. The next time we hear from Vic Mensa, he's probably going to try to he's probably going to try to get on people's good graces and and just talk about Kanye. Cuz Kanye is the easy target. Um maybe he's going to try to do something like that. I don't know. I would like more music from Vic Mensa. But at the same time, stop faking the funk. I think it's fake. I don't think he's really concerned about it. Granted, yes, he's made the mistake of uh, hurting uh, ex-girlfriend in the past. And he wants to basically be a martyr for uh, domestic abuse and say, yo, this isn't the way to... I made the mistake. Here's how we can... Uh, 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 fix that mistake as well and that's dope but you know just like how there are uh, you know the, the the folks the the AA the Alcohol Anonymous sponsors were former alcoholics right um, you know um, you have to hold everybody accountable not just specific targets and you also have to hold yourself accountable as well. And Vic has, yes, in an interview, admitted to it. Uh, but that was one time. And he has to... I'm not saying he has to constantly bring it up. That he was an abuser in the past. I'm not saying that. Especially when you're trying to move on from that. Um, or you're moving on from that, but you can't look at what Fabulous is going through. And I have my thoughts on that. And I'm going to share my thoughts actually in a few minutes about that. Uh, but you can't look at what Fabulous is going, uh, going through right now, doing damage control basically, and not say a word about it, but I am. So I don't need Vic Mentor to speak for me. Fab. I'm going to need you to step step forward. All right. I don't know what the actual judge in your situation is going to say, but Judge Ernest is going to say you're guilty as fuck. And what I am seeing, and I'm not a real judge, but what from what I am seeing, it doesn't look good. And it looks like a bunch of damage control. And this is the type of abuse that this is why abuse continues to happen. Oh, it's these situations uh, continue to be overlooked and they become worse and worse and worse. So, like I said, let me pick the picture. I'm going all over the place, people. I've been doing good for me, at least so far. I've been doing good, staying on on track. But let me pick the picture again from the start. There's the video of Fab going off on Emily B. Emily B.'s father. Kids in the background crying. Everybody's scared. Okay. Fab is being held back by some guy because obviously if nobody was holding him back, he probably would have killed that entire family on camera from the shit he was saying and the way he was acting in that video. Weeks go by. There's pictures of him and Emily B together. Emily B doesn't look like she's gotten a scratch on her face or she's missing any teeth. Even though when she smiled, she never really was the show my teeth type of smiler. She was always the cheeky type of smiler where she just smiled when you just, you know, it was just all cheeks and lips. You know what I'm saying? Those cheeky type smiles. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's the type of smiler she was always has been, right? There's pictures of them together. People are like, see, there's nothing wrong going. You know, Fab fans or people who like Fab are saying that. And then there are other people who are like, well, this is just like every situation where there's a domestic dispute. Uh, You know, the woman takes the man back, which is not every situation, but a lot of cases, it's true. Um, A lot of cases I've seen, definitely, that holds true and I think this is one of those cases at weeks a couple weeks after that I guess they get married 
So how this works is, and again, I'm no judge, I'm no lawyer, I'm no cop, I'm no nobody of the law. But from my, what I understand, from my understanding, is <clears throat> since they are married now or engaged or whatever, I think they're married for, no, they're married. They had a wedding and everything, so they're married. Since they are married, if Emily B testifies, I guess, or whatever, something about how she can't really incriminate Fab. Uh, and again, if you know this stuff, please explain it to me, please. Uh, but since they're married now, it's going to look more so good on Fab. The odds are going to almost be more in Fab's favor than uh, the prosecutors who want to bring Fab down for uh, the abuse, right? Now, I don't know what type of evidence these prosecutors have because they want to go forward because, again, Emily, uh, this is something I, I briefly skipped over. Emily supposedly her pops dropped the chart well he he dropped his statement basically saying that um he didn't feel as though uh fab was a threat to emily's life although the original statements were that he was there because he feared his daughter was in danger so all that stuff is dropped. Emily's words dropped. Her dad's words dropped. Everything that could incriminate Fab from a non-prosecuting standpoint dropped. I don't under I don't know what they have on him. But obviously they're moving this forward, so they must have something. They must have some things, right? But the simple fact that she said yeah. The simple fact that they got married. The simple fact that she's still with him. She's still around him. All these things are meant to make Fabulous look good. And look like all this shit is just fugazi. Hence Fab doing damage control. Now. I don't know what made Fab trip out the way he did during that video. People were saying Fab has always been a, a jealous type of boyfriend and oh jealous type of dude where he didn't like he didn't want Emily basically around other men or just out there in general for people to get in contact with. He's always been controlling of her. But he's always been the type to not be faithful to her as well. Actually went to high, I, I'm not gonna Nah I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna say that story There's something There's something I wanna say That I was told From some chick in high school That's all I'm saying uh, By some chick in high school I went to high school with And Her interaction With Fab You know I'm gonna leave it at that The rest is for your imagination But what you're imagining Is probably the truth anyways but this is just him doing damage control. From what I see. And it doesn't matter if I like the rapper or if I like the artist. There's some shit I cannot approve of. And to see a number of people, especially people that I like, say try to sweep this under the rug simply because they're cool with fab i know that's the normal thing to do that's what people tend to do but i don't let shit like that slide so i say all that just to say if more news come out i will report on it i will talk about my thoughts on it but as of now I think he's just doing damage control. And I think that Emily B got herself in a situation as to where if she lied about something or there's something that 
she was basically going to get in trouble as well. If, if, if Fab gets in trouble. So she's trying to protect her freedom by sticking with the abuser. I don't know how the shit works. Again, I may be getting shit confused. If you know all about it, please explain it to me. Uh, respectfully. But at the end of the day, I just see a dude trying to protect his neck, protect his reputation, and it's it's all fucked up. So that's what I got to say about the whole fabulous situation. Last part of the XXX, uh, well, this this segment over here that's just dedicated to domestic disputes and shit, and then I'll get on to the rest of the episode. Um, the tapes, the XXX tapes. XXX has admitted to fucking up this girl, this ex-girl. He talks about or brags about, really. Stabbing nine people. And yeah. Whole bunch of other fuck shit. My thoughts on these tapes. It just confirmed. What we all were saying about XXXXTacion. And it confirmed what I said about him. When he was alive. uh, That I think this dude is a monster. That he is a monster. And when he does things, uh, like he admitted. Now, granted, these tapes weren't confessional tapes. These were tapes that, once again, was before. Before the video clips of him trying to become a better person. These tapes were before that. So, if I'm judging based off his his demeanor on these tapes this was when he was the monster but I like to say this and this is a this is a mindset that I like to have because shit I like to have this mindset for myself as long as you're alive you have the ability to change for the better I'm not saying it's possible well it Technically, it is possible, but I'm not saying it's it's a probable. It's for everybody, but it is possible for everybody. So as long as Triple X was alive, even after these t- the, the 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 events happened, um, detailed after the tape uh, during the tapes on the tapes, he there was a possibility he could have been a better person. He could have grown from that. And again, from the video clips that were circulating around, after his death, really, but these were tapes recorded prior to him being murdered. You can see a dude, you can see, you can hear and see a different triple X. Now, actions speak louder than words, of course, so we never really got to see the those words in the positive videos be put into actions because he's no longer with us. But if you're just going based off words from these tapes, from those videos, same guy two different periods of his life still a young dude yes but two different periods of his life and I am not making any type of excuse because what he did was wrong at least he admitted to it but what he did was wrong simple as that but everything that I said in the tribute episode to him which go check it out still on my station still on this channel you know still there it all still stands I'm not gonna recant that episode I'm not gonna delete that episode I'm not gonna do anything to that episode I'm not going to amend it I'm not gonna edit it 
and, and, and go back and add a segment. No. I'm going to keep it the way it is. Because my thoughts are still my thoughts about the situation. And about Triple X. So that's that. On to the rest of the episode. Alright, so now we on to the fuck shit. Alright. Nikki B. Nikki B. Wow, yo. That was that was crazy. Cardi, Cardi Minaj and Nikki B, y'all. Alright. So Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into it. Well, they didn't really get into it. It was more so of Ra Ali, this big Amazonian fine ass woman, but ratchet as fuck, so nah, son. Um, but she out here just beating up on women because of her standum for Nicki Minaj. Um, she's one of the many people that is in Nicki's corner just to kiss Nicki's ass. Um, and if you don't believe me, look all over Raleigh's Instagram. It's all Nicki praise. Um, and I doubt she is the person in Nicki's life that's telling Nicki right from wrong uh she's encouraged her to do the fuck shit that she's doing um but just to get on to this this beef um it's not supposed to beef but supposed to fight that they had um listen if you want to know my insight on the fuck shit nikki being nikki the tough talking but i ain't gonna fight because i'm too scared to fight you uh, this is how i see the fight as someone on the outside, way outside looking in, you have someone who can't fight who wants to fight someone who is too afraid to fight. So there, a, a, a fight between those two people will never happen, right? That's like the boxer who, you know, is challenging somebody, some somebody who is, let's just say this boxer who never won the fight because they're just terrible right they're challenging this personal trainer who trains fighters but never really has been in a fight now i don't know how that's possible but shit let's just say that's the case that's that's how this is looking like that that fight's never going to happen because the people are going to say well the person who doesn't win the fights isn't going to win the fight but the person who doesn't even fight in the first place isn't going to fight the person to even have won the fight. So, in order for the person who doesn't fight because they're too scared to fight, Nicki Minaj, she has to get somebody who will fight for her. That somebody being Ra Ali. Ra Ali, as the clip showed and all the other stuff showed, was beating up on Cardi B. Alright? So, that's that. I'm not, I don't have a, quote, dog in the fight, as the quote says. I am not calling these women dogs. I am not degrading them and stuff. A lot of y'all have been using the bitch word to talk about both of them. But at the same time, if someone else were to say that, it'd be a problem. I'm still calling them women at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, they're people. People fight. I don't get the, t- you know, people be like, well, that's unladylike. That's on this, on that. The thing is, sure, women don't have as much, I guess, testosterone. If I would, if I'm going to attribute that to men always wanting to fight or hostility, maybe as men to always want to be in physical altercations. Well, you know, these reality shows show differently, but. Uh, they're women still at the end of the day. Um, I'm not choosing a, you know, a dog in the fight or the, a woman in the fight. Um, simply because it's like grow up and make music. There is the Cardi B and Nicki Minaj could have easily just made music. They didn't have to make music together, but they could have just easily continued to make music. 
I've said this before, it's the fans who brought on the beef. It's Nicki Minaj's insecurity who brought on the beef. Uh, uh, supposedly Cardi B was doing some shysty shit in the background as well. Whatever shady shit was going on between the two parties, y'all are the reason why the beef became the way that it, it became. So if y'all really want to dead it, as Nicki Minaj always says, in 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 her mind, I really think Nicki believes she won this beef, and now she's pulling the Drake move, and she wants to put one hundred thousand on. How you gonna ask for? How you gonna put it out there? And say, give me information on Cardi B, but then after that, be like, now nah, we're about peace. So what's up with the one hundred thousand dollars? Like if someone had the info and they supplied it to you. Are you now not going to give them that 100K you initially put out there for Cardi B's info, basically? Uh, I don't know. And I don't care. It's just Nicki Minaj. I feel as though the reason why she was the first one to call for, quote, peace. And I'm using air quotes because it's not really peace. It's more so of a, I won, so I don't need to continue to entertain this unless Cardi B challenges me. But she takes this as a win for her because her homegirl or her crony fucked up Cardi B. And in her eyes, Cardi B looks like the punk because Cardi B got beat up. She's not who... She she's not the tough chick that she or from that one fight doesn't make her look like the tough chick that she is portrayed in her music. But Nicki Minaj, Miss Holding of the Wall, Miss I'm just going to stand right here and not fight. Miss it's going to be on site. But then when it was on site, she was really just standing there and looking at Cardi B as, you know, that's the on sightseeing that's what it basically was for her she she looks the same as Cardi B as someone who's just talking all this tough talk in a in in music at least Cardi B got her hands dirty got her hair fucked up got her head knotted up so with that being said people I don't have much else to say <laughs> It, it, you know, these two could coexist together. But y'all, y'all are the reason why they don't. They are the reason why they don't. There's a lot of reasons why they do not, uh, why they feel as though they can't, but they can. And until they realize that, this beef that is supposedly over isn't over it isn't going to be over it's basically a cold war now it went from the physical world war one and two um now it's to the cold war where they're both just waiting for somebody to make a move so they can make their their move right but rest assured nikki believes that she won this war or she won the battle at least between the two She's probably laughing it up with her friends and shit, saying, ah, she can't fight, da 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 this, that, and the third. And they're kissing her ass and saying, yeah, you would have fucked her up, even though my odds when it comes to the person who can't fight versus the person who's afraid to fight, I think if I had to choose, I'm still going to choose the person who can't fight. <laughs> because... They're not afraid to get their hands dirty. They're not afraid to fight. Whereas the person who's afraid to fight is not going to do much. They're going to do just, they're just going to either run, take cover, and they're going to be more so on the defensive when it comes to, uh, and not on the offensive, basically. They're going to be more defensive. They're just going to not strike, but try to cover themselves as much. Whereas the person who it probably can't fight, yes, they're going to be more offensive and there will be 
no need for them to try to defend themselves because the person that they're attacking isn't attacking them back. So that's why I would put my odds still on the person who can't fight. But that's the fuck shit. I ain't going to talk more about it. On to the last segment. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Alright, so last part. I just want to give a tribute. I guess a short tribute. I don't know much about this situation or who uh, Donye was. Um... But R.P. to Donye Jones, I believe that he was a Black Lives Matter activist um, who was, they're saying it's a suicide. I'm calling it a murder. These situations look odd as hell whenever these uh, activists commit suicide uh, via lynching like this. Um, and they instantly rule it a suicide and nothing else after that. Um, but I believe he's, it, this is out in Missouri. Um, I may be getting a location messed up, but his mother found him basically hung in her backyard, uh, when she woke up and yes, this is a lot of odd situations to this story for one um you know yes when i when i first saw the post from the mother and i saw the accusations of everything and what went down i thought to myself well did this man not scream and he could have thought when he was being if he is hung right because i'm going to speak on this whole alleged situation that he some racist motherfuckers, and I believe this to also be true, but uh, uh, a real big possibility, I should say. Some racist motherfuckers found out where he was staying at, or found him, hung him outside of his mom's house, basically, right? Um. With that being said, um. Did he not scream for help? Or was there no type of noise or commotion being made? Now, a lot of people can sleep through screams and commotion. A lot of people are hard sleepers. So I am not saying that the mother is making this up. But I am saying that if she wants to go forward with this information, like to court, these are questions I know for sure. The opposing side are this is a scenario and this is a question for sure that the opposing side is going to bring up. Well, ma'am, if you think your son was in danger and he was hung, he was lynched and not he did not commit suicide. Did you hear any noise or any commotion that sounded like? some trouble and if you did what did you do about it that's something they're going to ask so if you are uh mr jones's mother out there uh donnie jones's mother or if you're close that's something i really want her to think about once again if she wants to and I believe she, so she is, that she wants to go forward with find, finding out who murdered her son. Another reason why I believe that this isn't really a suicide is because of those disturbing pictures. He was bruised in the face and his pants were taken off, taking off, right? Now, again, I am no expert on all this other shit. 
I'm just asking from this is how my mind works when I see this stuff, right? When I I haven't seen anyone commit suicide in person, thankfully, right? But when I see when I've seen suicidal stories or just, you know, things such as that nature, whether it be based on a true story or not, the victim doesn't bruise their own face, when, especially when it comes to, like, hanging themselves, right? The victim really doesn't bruise their own face prior to them hanging themselves, they just go straight directly to the hanging part. And then they hang themselves. Right? From the pictures I saw, again, it looked like he had bruising on his face. It could have simply just been the simple fact that this man was dead. And he was probably fighting. It was a struggle. Like, those are bruises that happened because of the struggle of the supposed suicide. Right? The blood rush and the 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 bruising of the face, all that, right? But what would explain the pants down to his ankles? Again, when I've seen suicide when I've seen hangings happen, and I'm not just talking in movies, but documentaries that are reenacting somebody's suicide. Most of the time, the victim's only harm to themselves is, when it comes to this hanging, is the hanging aspect. They don't take off any type of clothing. They don't, again, bruise their own face. They don't bust their own lip open. They don't punch their eyes out. They don't knock, they don't put knots on their heads and nose and none of that. They just go straight to the hanging. And... Construction outside, you already know the deal, people. But it's just really hard to believe when I saw that picture. And just other cases as well where it was just like, oh, it's just a suicide. You mean to tell me all these activists. And this isn't just what the Black Lives Matter activists too. There's journalists out there who are... Being murdered because they found out the truth about some shit. So, and their deaths are being reported as suicides as well. All I'm saying is stay woke, people. And I don't mean in a jokingly way, I mean actually stay vigilant, stay woke. Question everything that you he- hear, read, look into it, because I don't believe, the, I'm not saying I don't believe suicides don't happen, of course they do, but I don't believe instantly that these prominent people, and I'm saying prominent in the sense of they were on a path of Probably the journalists were on the path path of breaking some news that obviously there are a group of individuals out there who didn't want the news to be broke or to be put out there. With these activists, I think they were they get targeted because one because you got racist mobs out there, obviously, but you they were on to something. They had a plan to be enacted. Or just like the journalists had information that had it had it if it was put out there could change the landscape of probably a past incident such as a Michael Brown being murdered or some other crazy shit that's about to happen or has happened. So I want everyone out there, especially the activists and the journalists out there, to be safe, protect yourself. I want Don Donye Jones's 
and I hope I'm uh, saying his name right. I'm getting his name correct. I want his family to get the justice that they deserve, to get the 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 uh, actual proper investigation that they deserve. That went down behind this situation. And even if it is ruled at actual suicide, like this man, this young man actually did commit suicide. What I've said about the activists, the journalists, and everything else still 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 stands. Because it could be a possibility that this young man did commit suicide. But there's no way in my mind that I believe that all the other cases, just like this one, the man, uh, those victims committed suicide. I got to take this call real quick. All right, so we back, but we about to leave anyway. So that was basically the end of the episode. I didn't have much else to say about that subject. Uh, the last subject, and I've said everything else about the other subjects as well. Um, so this has been another episode of Let's Talk About a Podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. I'd appreciate it if you gave this episode not only a like, but you shared this episode with everybody you know. Also, if you aren't following the podcast, check out this podcast um follow it as well hit that donation <laughs> if you want to donate to a young brother go ahead hit hit up that donation link uh you know the link is always posted i believe right above or around the same area of this of the description of the episode or just on my page in general so you'll see it definitely so go there also I have a third and new podcast going on called the I Hate My Job podcast. Um, In this podcast, basically what I want is for it to be a user. Me, uh, obviously I'm going to be the host of it, but I want more so of the users. You, the listeners, and everybody, people you may even know who hate their job. I want them to chime in. I know for those who have the Anchor app, they are able to call in. Um, And if there's another way, I can have other users call in if they want to call in and detail what's going on, this, that, and the third. That would be great as well. But you don't always have to call in. You can email. You can send an email. Send your stories about your job and bad experiences you may have had. Um, or you're going through someone to vent to, basically, uh, check out that podcast. Um, yeah, it, it's also one of the other podcasts that I am following. So <laughs> whatever you're, you're listening to this podcast, people, um, just go to my followings list. You're going to see the two podcasts that I'm following, which happen to be the my two other podcasts. So go check that out. Um, it's called I Hate My Job Podcast. And if you want to send an email about your stories, whatever, you can remain anonymous and everything. You don't have to detail anything personal about where you work, your name. Just detail the situation if you want to. But it's also your choice if you don't mind naming where you work, naming your name and everything else. It is up to you. All I ask of the users is to want to be respectful of not only me and when I share my experiences because you're also going to be welcome to chime in on my experiences you know I won't I'm not going to have it one way where I'm just telling you what to do and I don't want it to be that way no absolutely not so you're going to be able to chime in on my my work experiences or my stories and you will be able to get some advice from me but I'm going to need you to be, if you are going to take part in that podcast, to be respectful of everybody as you would want them to be respectful of you. And the second rule is just to be honest. Be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with everybody else out there. Um, 
that, you know, if you really want some advice, um, the best way of going about it is being honest with the situations and being honest with your feelings, good, bad, or indifferent. And no, you do not have to be someone who hate your job or dislike your job, but we've all had bad work experiences, um, whether you love your job or not. And I would like to de- for you to detail those experiences, not only to get it off your chest so you can have someone to vent to, but it may help. You never know. You may end up helping a bunch of other people dealing with this situation that you've dealt with or that you're, you're dealing with at the moment because they're able to relate to you. Um, and... You know, just you sharing was will end up doing more good than anything. So check that out. Once again, the I Hate My Job podcast. I'm trying to get that on and popping just like I got it. Kind of got this on and popping just like I got my other podcast kind of on and popping. I'm just I'm out here just doing work and creating and trying to make things, trying to make moves, you know. So that would be the end of this podcast. So let's talk about it podcast. Your host Ernest, you love you or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Till next time, until next episode, y'all take care. Once again, protect yourself, protect your loved ones, question everything. Black Lives Matter always, and I'm out. Peace.